0: Well, God bless you tonight, Brother Merriman. We want you to come. Amen. I want to hear the voice of God tonight. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. And it matters not to me who the vessel is, young or old. Amen. I believe when a man steps to this pulpit and he has prayed and sought the mind of God that I'm going to hear God's voice. Amen. That's just the expectation I have. It's the attitude that I come to church with. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Brother Merriman, come,
1: take your liberty tonight. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. What a presence of the Lord here tonight. Amen. I love coming to church. I don't know about you. I love church. Amen. Amen. I love the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. So good to be here. Amen. In the presence of God amen, and to uh, just participate in what He's doing. Amen. So thankful for what that means. Amen. That I get to be a part, a small part of what God's doing. Amen. Amen. I hope you're a part of what God's doing. Amen. I, I'm i just here tonight. I pray, I believe God has a, has a word for this service tonight. I know He's here. He's got a purpose every time we come into the house of God. Amen. And just possibly could it be that you know, a service could change your direction. Have you ever thought about that? Could it possibly be there one message could really change your life? I'm not saying from sinner to saint. I'm talking about from saint to higher ground. Amen. Think about that. Have you ever approached a service like that? Ever approached a, amen, just begin. I just be, I've just been thinking about that in my life, thinking, God, there's. I, I don't ever want to be stagnant in my walk with you. I don't ever want to be comfortable in my walk with you, Amen. But could it be tonight that this message, or not because it's me as, uh, but because God is talking to you, it changed your life, change how you behave as a Christian, behave how you pray, behave how you act. Do you want it to? Amen. Should it? Amen. Should preaching change us? I think it should. I think the preaching of the Word of God should change us, challenge us. Amen. Make us desire to grow closer to Him, to do more for Him. Amen. When we walk away from the Word of God, we walk away from a service, it ought to make us behave differently. Hallelujah. The Word of God ought to change us. It ought to make us hungry for more of Him. Hallelujah. It ought, to, it ought to sharpen us. It ought to, cha- it ought to do something in us. Amen. Amen. Some way or another. Amen. God has come. Even if you're doing well. Amen. The Bible talks about there's a pruning process. Amen. That you would bear forth more fruit. And a pruning process is a cutting. It's a, it's a, it's a shapening. It's a taking away of that which isn't just uh, helping produce fruit. Fruit. Amen. And it's not a pleasant process many times, but I believe the Word of God is intended, amen, to do just that. Praise God. Amen. I love the Word of the Lord tonight. Amen, amen. And, uh, and I always count it an honor. Amen. I, uh, Brother Riggins said something. Pastor said something the other day. Um, and it really struck a nerve in my heart. And I tell you, I pray Amen that just a simple word and from that was said and i I don't know uh, it was a, it was just something that hit me like a ton of bricks and uh, I love when God's word does that i think thank God for that, and he was talking about the men of Africa, the ministry of Africa, amen, and they don't look to Brother Regan as brother Regan, but to them they're He's a man of God, and it really just hit me, and uh, I just hopefully uh, pray that I can live up to that, amen. Does the Word of God ever do that? Should it do that to us sometimes? I'm telling you, I've prayed, God, help me, help me, help me to have that attitude, help me to have, amen, that type of spirit, amen. Praise God. Amen. If you have your Bibles tonight, and we're going to turn to the Word of the Lord. I believe God's on a, on a mission tonight, and I, I've been feeling this. God put this passage upon my heart, and um, just kind of wondered about it. And uh, about a week or so ago, maybe a week and a half ago, and been praying about it, just kind of wasn't sure, but just this thought is going in my mind as the scriptures are going over in my mind. And uh, I thought possibly um, thought possibly I was going to preach this last weekend, but didn't. Um, and then uh, I've just kind of, there was some confirmation, a few things have been said. And I'm telling you, um, just talking with Brother Jared and different ones. And I just, it was like, okay, the light bulb went off. And I said, okay, God, I understand what you're trying to say. And so um, I just want to deliver God's word tonight. Amen. Exodus chapter 17. Amen. Exodus chapter 17, uh, beginning in verse number uh, 8. Amen. When you get it, say amen. 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 Exodus chapter 17, verse number 8. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel and Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill. With the rod of God in mine hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek and Moses. Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy. And they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and her stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady to the going down of the sun. Amen. Let's pray together for this word tonight. God, we ask you, Lord, for your anointing upon the word of God. I pray you keep your hand upon us. Lord, anoint my mouth to preach your word, to speak out as you have spoken to me. God, I pray you let the word fall upon good soil of our heart. Lord, it's the, the word is the good seed. God, I pray that there's a revival spirit here tonight. God, that it's received, Lord, with a, a spirit of revival. Received with a, a spirit, God. Amen. To go further, to go deeper in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let it be our prayer tonight, church. Amen. Let's pray until, let's thank God for what he's going to do here already. Jesus, we love you. Lord, we love you tonight. Let's magnify him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Amen, many of us have heard this story, and I'm not gonna, I know you're still standing, but I wanna say something here. Many of us have heard this story, amen, and I wanna do something here. I know we've heard this story before and heard it preached before, but I want us to do something, amen. I, uh, everybody, but, my man of God. <laughs> I want everybody to raise your hands. Grab your Bible and raise your hands. I'll Just do that. Raise your hands over your head. Just hold them up as long as you can. Until you can't hold them up anymore. Just hold them up. Amen. Praise God. So many of us have heard this story. Amen. And, and, and we read this story. And we understand the connotation behind this story many times. Amen. And tonight, I'm telling you, I I just feel revival. I really do. I feel revival, revival, revival. I just feel revival. I don't know about anybody else, but I just feel revival. Amen. And there, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. There's revival in this service. There's revival in this church. There's revival in Olathe. There's revival in the land. I'm telling you, tonight, there's a power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And there's something God's trying to do and wanting to do. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. God's working in us. Can this message be a message that changes you and changes me? Amen. From this day forward. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God. Woo, Jesus. Oh, come on. Keep your hands up. Amen. Just keep them up. Hold them up as long as you can. Woo. Oh, God. Hallelujah, Lord, have your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. There's revival here tonight. Woo, my God, my God. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Your arms are getting weary. I understand. Come on. Your hands are getting weary. I know. I tried it. I raised my hands. I wanted to know what it felt like. It start to burn. It gets weary. I know it. Oh hallelujah! Woo! Ho I tore a bassonda. I kayo da 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 bassonda. I and da 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 Oh come on, somebody take this to heart tonight. Somebody take this to heart tonight. Oh, come on, as we have our hands raised. Amen. As your hands are raised tonight, Moses had his hands raised. Hallelujah. Moses took the rod of God in his hands and he raised it up. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, this rod that he held in his hands, there was significance. There was significance in this rod that he held. Hallelujah. Come on. Amen. Hold them as long as you can. If you got to let them down, let them down. But do what you can. Hold them as long as you can. Just hold on as long as you can. Hallelujah. Moses held the rod. Oh, come on. There was significance. Come on. He had seen mighty miracles performed through that rod that he was holding high. Come on. He he was accustomed to carrying the rod. He was a shepherd. He, He was on the backside of the desert tending sheep. Oh, come on. This, was in a, this wasn't given to him. This was what was in his hand when God called him. Hallelujah. This was a rod that was in his hand as he tended the sheep in the desert. On the backside of a desert. Hallelujah. Getting a relationship with God. Hallelujah. Come on. Hold him as long as you can tonight. Hallelujah. Come on. He was comfortable. Amen. He was comfortable with the, with the rod that he held in his hands. It was proven. Amen. He knew how to use the rod. This was the same type of rod. Amen. That the shepherd uses. that We read about in Psalms chapter 23. Verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Amen. Come on. Come on, do your best tonight. Hallelujah. Hang on to the rod that is in your hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Moses held on. Moses held on, amen, unto that rod. He knew what it was like when God called him, amen. Praise God. You can put your hands down tonight, amen. I just wanted us to have a glimpse, amen, as this story unfolds. It's easy to read many times, but many times we miss over and look over, amen, the significance of what we read. You may be seated, amen. Moses, Hallelujah, had in his hand when God came to him a staff. He had a rod in his hand as he was tending sheep and came to him through the burning bush and spoke to him, deliver my people. And he said that I am that I am have sent you. And he calls him. Amen. In Exodus chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, Moses answered and said, talking to the Lord, he said, behold, they will not believe me nor hearken to my voice. Moses was concerned. He says, I know you've called me, but I'm concerned they won't listen. I'm concerned that when I go, they're just going to ignore what I have to say. When I go before them, you've got to help me understand. You've got to give me something more than my voice. You've got to give me something more than just, I I heard from God. You've got to give me something more. Amen. For they will say, the Lord hath not appeared to thee. That's not God. Amen. But the Lord said to him in verse number 2, what is that in thine hand? And he says, a rod. Amen. God saw and says, hey, that right there, take that. Take the rod in your hand. Amen. The rod that the shepherd would use. Amen. It would have a hook on the end, and it would help keep the sheep and get them back into the fold, if you will. And when the sheep would go astray, it's what he used, amen, as a walking. It was what helped him and is what helped kept, keep the sheep intact, the fold intact. Amen. And when God said, what is that in thine hand? Amen. God was saying, that is what's going to help you. Amen. Keep this all together. That's what's going to help you. You're going to use the rod that is in your hand. It's not just going to be your voice, amen, but there's going to be some form of correction. There's going to be something to help keep the sheep in line. There's going to be something, amen, amen, that is uh, going to help you. Amen. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, amen, in verse number 15, it says, In that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise into salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. all." Scripture, amen, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, amen. I submit to you tonight, amen, the Word of God, amen, is the rod of the shepherd, amen, that helps keep the fold, amen, together, that helps keep everything, amen. That's what separates, amen, a true shepherd from a hireling, amen. It's what separates a true man of God, amen, from a hireling, Amen. It's not just his voice, Amen, but it is the rod of the Lord. Amen. It is the rod of the Lord that is in his hand. It is the rod of God. Amen. That is raised up. And if you won't believe my voice, believe the word of God. Don't just take my word for it, but believe the word of God. He says, What is in thine hand? And he says, A rod, a common shepherd's tool. Amen. But began to perform miracles after miracle, after miracle, amen, to show the people of God, amen, that, hey, my hand is upon this man. My hand, praise God, is upon, amen, Moses. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, they knew this wasn't a miracle stick. This wasn't some kind of hooky-pooky thing. This was a rod that he had carried for years, possibly. Amen. And they saw that all of a sudden something, amen, this ordinary, amen, shepherd's rod, Amen. It was something different and something taking place. Amen. I'm telling you, God is going to do, is doing great wonders among us. Amen. But it's not going to come from some unique and weird and crazy way. It's going to come through the rod of God. It's going to come through, thus saith the Lord. It's going to come. I'm Come on, church. I'm telling you today. Do you want change? Do you want to walk away from this service? It's the word of God that will change you. It's the rod of the Lord that's going to change 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 your world, and change your life. Amen. It's what's when you're going astray, it's what will bring you back into the fold. Whenever you're uh, doing something that's outside of the fold, it's what's going to bring us back into safety. It's what's going to bring us back into a, a place of protection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Many miracles were performed. Exodus chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. And he said, cast it on the ground. This was God who was calling Moses, told him, cast the rod on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. Moses fled from before. Just moments before, it was just a simple shepherd's rod that many times he had used to help him up an embankment, maybe to help him to walk the rough terrain in the desert, to help him through some tough times. Amen. And now it had become, amen, a serpent. Amen. But the Lord said in verse 4 unto Moses, Put forth thine hand, take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. Miracles. Amen. I'm telling you, there's something changed in the mind of Moses. There's power now. There's something powerful. Amen. This isn't the same. This isn't just any rod or staff. This isn't just an old staff. There's something alive about this thing. There's something real about this. There's something miraculous about this rod. There's something God was showing Moses. Amen. There's something that Moses understood and said, hey, no one else saw that. But I'm telling you, watch. There's power in this, there's anointing in this amen, I'm telling you what motivated Moses to get out there and said hey, no one else saw it, but I'm telling you there's something great in, in the midst of this, uh, there's something powerful in the midst of, of us working here today hallelujah amen Praise God, it was God that chose, amen, that rod to perform miracles. Moses from that day, amen, he may have laid it down. He may have uh, set it down and said, well, where did that go? And oh, let me go find it. But I'm telling you, from that day on, Moses didn't go anywhere that he didn't take the rod. He didn't go anywhere that he didn't know where the rod was. Hallelujah, because he understood the power that was there. Exodus 4 and 17, And thou shalt take this rod in thine hand, with, wherewith thou shalt do signs. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know about you, but if I had something where God said, Hey, you hang on to that. You take that because I'm going to show you signs. I'm going to do a great work. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, God's wanting to do a great work. God's wanting to do something great, but it's not going to come through some whiz bang thing. It's going to come through the preaching of the word of God. It's going to come through the power of the word of God. Amen. I'm telling you, you want to leave change, fall in love with the word of God, fall in love with the preaching of the word of God, fall in love with your man of God, my man of God. Let him be something more, amen, than just a preacher. I'm telling you, we've got to love it. We've got to love it Hallelujah, because it's what this powerful thing that's going to change us. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. So Moses, he leaves Midian. He leaves his father-in-law. He leaves everything that he's ever known. Amen. I think he would have just kept on tending sheep forever. I think he'd have just been happy just out there. Just getting up every day, taking sheep out to the desert, getting them some water. There's a lot of shepherds that are just content. Praise God. Amen. Just to lead sheep around the desert. Amen. But Moses said, I can't do this anymore. I can't go back to just walking around the desert place anymore. I can't, I, I, I just not content walking around with these sheep. Uh, there's, God showed me something, and I, I, there's more than this to what I'm doing. There's more to this, amen, than what meets the eye. There's something greater. There's something more powerful, amen, than just walking around. Amen. He may have walked up to some of the other, amen, shepherds and maybe some family members and them going, what are you leaving for? What do you got a good gig going on here? What's happening? And he says, you don't understand. I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. I've got something greater to do for God. I've got God's calling me to do something greater. Amen. I'm telling you, God is calling us to do something greater. Amen. God is calling, amen as something greater I'm telling you God is calling us and calling you to something greater hallelujah Hallelujah. there was some that he left behind there was family that he left behind there was people that he left behind but he said I can't can't help it you don't want to come that's fine I've got to go where are you going I'm going to face Pharaoh face Pharaoh with you and what army This one. What are you going to do with that? I don't know. But I know it's not just a rod anymore. God said, go, and I'm going. I'm going to do something for God. He said, go, and I'm going. Amen. He said, go, and I'm going to do something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God today, church. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking about revival. I'm talking about being changed. Amen. Never going able to go. You can't go back. Being changed to a point, you can't go back. Changed to a point you can't return to your old... Just something, I don't know, something happened. Something snapped in me when the word came forth. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Something happened when, when, the, when the word came forth. I, it just, something snapped in me. I cannot go back. Amen. I can't, be, I can't be what? I used to be. Amen. I can't be who I was before. Hallelujah. Moses. Amen. He took the... Uh, he, he went and did... With a, he was had a commission from God. He left everything and left, uh, left his family. All he had in his hand was a rod and a commission from God and a promise from God. That's it. Amen. That's all that he had. Amen. Amen. Exodus 4 and 20 says, Moses took his wife and his sons and set them upon an ass and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses uh, took the rod of God in his hand. Hey, I'm not going without God's help. I'm not going without God's help. Amen. Amen. God commanded Moses, amen, to have Aaron stretch forth his rod and smite the waters, amen, as a plague and it became blood. Amen. He took the the rod and and God said, smite the waters and he smote the waters and they became blood. Amen. And he smote them again and they became uh, clear. I'm telling you, God began to use and work, amen, through Moses and the rod of the Lord. And God commanded Moses Amen. To do the same with the dust, he said, "Smite the dust with the rod of the God." Amen. And it became lice. It became a plague. Amen unto the Egyptians. Amen. And, and, and then also he he uh, he command. God commanded Moses, "Stretch forth your hand with the rod." And then and, and, and then hail that was mingled with fire came down. I'm telling you, God began to work something. Amen. And began to show Moses, Amen, signs and wonders and miracles. Amen. Through the working of, of this rod, amen, in his life. Amen. Put, putting something inside Moses, amen. Putting something down inside Moses, amen, that says, hey, this is pretty good deal. This is pretty exciting. Amen. I'm kind of liking this. I'm kind of excited about this. I kind of think this is a great deal. I kind of think this is a little better than shuffling some sheep, amen, around the backside of a desert. Amen. God, I'm going to smite. God, I'll cast forth the rod. God, I'm going to do what you, I'm telling you, and to see miracle after miracle after miracle, amen, the excitement in Moses, amen, was building. God commanded the same with Moses, amen, and locusts come forth, stretch forth the rod, amen, and the plague of locusts came forth. God commanded Moses, stretch forth the rod, and the Red Sea parts, Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't let the rod out of my sight. I wouldn't let it out of my sight. I wouldn't say, oh, that's just a shepherd's staff. Oh, no, no. Oh, oh no, you don't understand. Uh, you don't understand what I know. You don't understand what I've seen. You don't understand what, the, I, what this can bring forth. You don't understand revelation that this can bring. You don't understand miracles that this can bring. I'm telling you, if you could just get a glimpse at what this can do, if you could just get a glimpse and experience just a little taste of what this can do, I'm telling you, you won't go back either. You'll never be going back to the old ways yourself either. I'm not going to have to say, hey, come here. Let's see. No you're going to say, hey, what are you going to do with that rod next time? Moses, what's going on over here? What, do you got to, what are you doing with that? Oh, just part in the Red Sea. And God's making a way for us to escape. Oh, hallelujah. I'm talking about revival. I'm talking about, amen, letting the Word change us. I'm talking about letting God's Spirit change us. Amen. And the Word of God changes. The preaching changes. Amen. Amen. I need God's Word to change me. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, come on, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Moses. Moses. Amen. He had his hands in the air. Amen. Amen. He had his hands in the air. And he he, he was understanding. This isn't just a piece of wood. It's not just a stick. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Red Sea parted. Destroyed Pharaoh and his army right before their eyes. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Amen. I don't have a whole lot left tonight, but I hope we get this tonight. Amen. Revival. I'm telling you, we can break through into revival here tonight. I believe we're going to. I believe something's going to snap in somebody. Something's going to change you and go, well, it's just Brother Merriman. That's okay. Amen. It's the Word of God. Amen. It's the rod of the Lord tonight. Uh, amen. God is wanting to work upon us. Uh, amen. One, you, he wants you to see something miraculous. He wants you to, he wants to say, hey, here's something mir- a miracle in your life. Uh, amen. Shout now. Come on, go ahead and shout right now. Amen. So that you see what's going to take place in your life. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. One miracle after another, witnessed by the people. You didn't have to convince Moses anymore. I'm telling you, you didn't have to convince Moses anymore of the power, amen, of the rod that was in his hands. Amen. You didn't have to convince him. You didn't have to say, hey... You know what, you need to go and tell, you know, Moses said, hey, I, I, I've got it. I've got it in my hands. I'm not, yep, okay, I understand. But yet the people murmured. Amen. No food? That was murmur against Moses. But God provided manna. Hallelujah. God is a gracious God. God is a gracious God. Hallelujah. Amen. Even in my sometimes ignorance, and uh, if I could just say it, stupidity sometimes, God is still gracious. Oh, hallelujah. 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 When I fail to trust or fail to lack, amen, God still comes through because he's gracious to his people. I may murmur against God and say, I don't understand. I don't know. And this, and God says, okay, here's some bread. And I look at it and go, wow, like I'm shocked. No water. It got even worse than no bread. No bread was bad enough, but no water was even worse. Exodus 17, 3 and 4 says, And the people thirsted there for water. And the people murmured against Moses and said wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst. Moses cried out to the Lord saying what shall I do to this people they'd be almost ready to stone me. Food was bad enough they said man come on we're hungry. No the water they said. Okay you're going down. You you brought us out we're going to kill you. That's what Moses prayed to the Lord said <laughs> I'm, I, I, after all the miracles and I, everything, God, they're, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. But once again, God come through, and he said, take the rod. Take the rod in your hand, because he's a gracious God. And Moses stood, amen. Exodus 17, verse 5 and 6, the Lord said to Moses, go on before the people. Take with thee the elders of Israel and thy rod wherewith thou smotest the river take in thine hand and go behold I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb and thou shalt smite the rock and there shall come water out of it that the people may drink Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel once again God says hey just once again get the rod and smite just trust the old rod didn't say, oh man, this is going to be tough. We're going to have to really get this to work in here. Now, let's see. Let's get some kind of special program or something going on. No. God says, just go take the rod. Take the Word of God. Just preach one more time. And water's going to come forth. And there's going to be water. Hallelujah. Oh God, I feel the Holy Ghost. And when you smite with the rod, there's just going to be a, a gushing of my glory that's going to just come out. Despite the murmuring, the complaining, God's still going to come and he's going to water the flock. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God spent time preparing Moses and the people for a day when they're going to have to really trust in Moses and that rod that he carried. If we remember, listen back, every time God commanded Moses, take the rod and do this. Take the rod and do that. Moses, take the rod and do this. Take the rod and do that. Take the rod and part. And, and And time and time again, God was, was putting confidence in Moses and showing Moses, hey, it's more than just a staff. There's something more than what you have here. And Moses, somewhere along the line, there became a dependency. He said, I, I don't want anything else. He didn't ask for a weapon. He didn't ask for anything. When He said, where's the rod? I just need the rod of the God. I just need rod of the Lord. I just need my trusty old Bible. I just need the trusty old word of God. Just give me the word of God. Hallelujah. God commanded Moses to part the Red Sea, commanded him to bring forth water from a rock. But the day came when an enemy arose. Amen. On the other side of the Red Sea. Amen. And it was a threat to their existence, to Israel's existence. Amen. I'm telling you, it was a threat. Amen. To mom. It was a threat to dad. It was a threat. Amen. To them as a country. Amen. A people that had come out of bondage 400 years. Amen. The Red Sea has been parted. Amen. they come across on dry ground, amen, God working miracles through the rod of God and Moses, his man, amen. And they come across and no food, God provides, amen, no water, and God provides, amen. But now comes an, uh, the first uh, uh, army up against them, the first enemy, amen, Amalek, an untrained group of people in the desert. Has no clue how to fight. Have no real, they, they're all they, years. They've been making brick. I guess they could throw bricks at them. If they were in a brick making contest, they would win. But these were people that, there was an enemy. Amalek. A descendant of Ishmael. Amen. Everything that opposed the children of God. Amen was up against them. Everything that was hated the people and the things of, things of God, amen, came up against them to fight at Rephidim. Amen. Exodus 17 and 8 says, Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. Amen. I'm telling you, this is a battle that has got to be won. Amen this is a battle. Amen as I begin to look at this I understand Amen where God is leading us. I'm telling you it's leading us to revival. It's taking us to a greater place. Amen. Amen because you understand something. Amen. Moses God didn't have to tell Moses. Now Moses here you go Amalek's come and take this rod and do this. No no no. Amen. Amen this enemy uh, Amalek uh, came to fight at Rephidim. The word Rephidim, that land, this location, amen, where they uh, fought their very first battle, where they fought, amen, their very first enemy, beyond, amen, the Red Sea, was a land that means resting place, or rests, or stays, amen. They had gotten through everything, and trusting upon, oh, Moses has the rod. Moses is taking care of business. Look at Moses go. Look at Moses. Amen. But I'm telling you, uh, it was more than uh, that that was going to get their victory. Amen. In the land of Rephidim. It was more than just a good old Moses. Bring out that old rod of, again, Moses, and take care of some business while we sit back and enjoy, amen, the Red Sea parting. And sit back and why the plagues, amen, come and take care of business. Amen. God didn't command Moses. Amen. God didn't command Moses. Amen. Take the rod. Amen. We see the enemy, Amalek, come. Amen. At a resting place. At a place, amen, of comfort, if you will. Amen. And we find in Exodus 17, verse 9 and 10, Moses said to Joshua, choose us out, men. He says, okay, it's fight time. He, he didn't hesitate He didn't back down He didn't say, what do we do? He said, okay, here's what we're going to do Amen Joshua, get us some men Amen That are willing to fight Amen And go out to fight with Amalek tomorrow And what I'm going to do I'm going to take I'm going I'm to stand on the top of that hill With the rod of God in my hand Amen God didn't have to say Moses, hey, why don't you take the rod And go up and No, no Moses had understood Hey, this is our fight This is our battle What I'm going to do Is I'm going to put some You guys got to get some fight in you and I'm going to go up to the top and I'm going to take the rod in my hand because that's where my trust is and that's where victory is going to come. Amen. I thank God. Amen. For a man of God. Amen. That's got the word of God. Amen. Standing upon a hill saying, I'll raise it up. I'm going to raise it up if you just fight. I'm telling you, that's where victory is going to come. It's going to come in a people. Amen. That'll get out of a resting place and have victory in a resting place. Amen. As the word of God is raised up. Hallelujah, amen, and let the word of God, hallelujah, and fight, amen, for us. Joshua did as Moses said to him fought with Amalek. Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Moses took the rod of God to the top of the hill. God didn't tell him. God didn't suggest to him. God didn't command him. I don't see anywhere where God told him to do anything. But I see where Moses said, I've seen the miracles. I've seen the miracles. I don't have to. I don't have to question what to do. I, I don't have any doubt what to do. Moses said, "There's no question. I, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know the answer. I know the answer to victory. I know the answer." Well, oh, come on, church! Come on, understand? With I'm telling you. Moses didn't have to question within him. God didn't have to prod him. I think God just sat back and said, wow, man, he got it. He understands. And Moses went up. Hallelujah. With the word of God, with the rod of God in his hands. Hallelujah. The test wasn't Moses's anymore. It wasn't Moses' test. I think he passed the test when... God was probably maybe getting ready to say Moses, and he, go, and he just looked up and saw Moses. Okay, you pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember back to the beginning of this service, and I asked you to raise your hands. Oh, hallelujah. That was a, maybe three or four minutes. I know it hurt and burns. I tried it. felt really smart doing this going okay but you know what after a while i was like shoulders kind of burning a little bit you know what? it started to hurt just hold my hands up yours did too I know it did because you guys started to come down hallelujah Oh, praise God. This test wasn't Moses' test. This was the test of the people's trust in Moses and that rod that he held in his hand. Exodus 17, verse 11 to 12. Amen. This is where I want you to... Pastor, would you do me a favor? Man of God, do me a favor. Would you come and take your Bible and do what we did, and raise your hands, just in, res- in, in mimicking what Moses would have done. Just This is what he did. He had the rod of God in his hand. I'm telling you, God has worked upon my heart. God has dealt with my heart. Moses' hands being raised, as we read, We know his hands and our arms became weary. It says because Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And when he let his hands down, Amalek prevailed. So we know there came a point at some point where Moses had to lay his hands down and rest his arms. Just for a minute. Let me just. But as he did, daddies began to die, brothers begin to die, husbands begin to die. And I'm sure as he began to see (laughs) he raised his hands again, once again. (laughs) I don't want to see anybody else die. I don't want to see anybody else die. And I'm sure the strain, the pain, the hurt, as his hands were raised, Moses' hands, I began to... And, and, and he just couldn't take it in his eye just for a second. Amen. And he'd he look out across that field and see, oh man, the Amalek's prevailing once again. And he would just muster everything he could to get his hands as high as he could. Just because he was seeing the people die. And when they prevailed, that means they were, when Amalek was prevailing, that means they began to lose. Israel began to lose, and losing means people begin to die. And I know, Brother Reagan, I know, Pastor, your hands are getting tired. Amen. But here's where I feel God is calling us to tonight. Amen. Uh, As Brother Reagan, right now, physically, his arms, I know, I know they're getting tired. I know he's going to get weary. Amen. But in the spirit, I just feel like his hands have been raised up. Amen. And the test is upon us. Amen. And as his hands have been wearing us from, amen, there goes a a child. Amen. There goes a a brother. There goes a sister. Why is this young person struggling? Why is this happening? Why is, amen. And sit back and go, just, I don't get it. I don't understand. Amen. But you know what? There were some people that were closest to him. Amen that did something. They said, oh, wait a second. I understand what's happening here. I realize what's going on. Amen. And they began to come to his rescue. Amen. I don't want to end on a sour note tonight. I'm talking, is somebody willing to say, hey, I see the weariness of my head, the hands, amen, of the man of God. And it very well could be my son or my daughter, amen, that die as soon as his hands die, come down for a rest. Amen. I'm telling you what happened. Amen. Amen. Brother Jerry, come here. Uh, They came and said, Here, here, have a seat. Have a seat. Amen. And then as they sat down, they said, Okay, Brother Jerry, hold up that hand. And they began to hold up the hands. Amen. And the Bible says that they steadied, they steadied, they steadied the hands of Moses. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I'm telling you, at Rephidim, we're at Rephidim. Come on, church. Amen. We're at Rephidim. Hallelujah. Is there anybody that's going to be willing to say this message is going to change how I pray for my man of God? This message is going to change how I perceive, amen, the struggles, amen, and the weariness. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know. You don't understand. You don't feel the pain, amen, in the shoulders. You don't feel the pain and the burning, amen, in the arms, amen. But this one moment of relaxation, amen, and another one. There's another one getting overtaken. Oh, i got to get my arms back up. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Come on, church. Here's what I'm asking tonight. Can we come down around this altar. Amen. Can we come down around this altar tonight? Uh, amen. I know this is, amen, kind of uh, maybe an amateur way of doing this. Uh, but, amen. But this is what I feel tonight. Hallelujah. 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 This is the same crowd. This is the same. It was the same crowd. Hallelujah. That was down fighting in the battlefield that had just been willing to stone him because there wasn't any water. It was the same crowd that was murmuring against him, because we're hungry. We just go back to Egypt where we came from. We just go back to that place Just nobody cares about me and my family anyway. Oh, you listen to me, church. It's that same crowd. Oh, but at Rephidim, when Amalek came up to them, the man Moses never hesitated one time. He says, I know what to do. I'm grabbing the rod. I'm going to the hilltop, and I'm going to raise my hands. And I'm going to pray. And I'm going to lift my hands so that they don't suffer, so that they don't have to die, so that they can go home to their families. I'm telling you today, hallelujah, we're going to begin to see victory in Rephidim. Amen. Whenever we begin, amen, to see, oh, hey, I'm going to hold up his hands. I'm going to hold up the hands of the man of God. I'm going to hold up the hands of the man of God. Get a revelation. Amen. I'm telling you, you will never have success in your life. I will never have success in my life my life. I'm telling you, God shows you. He'll let you know. You will be nothing without a man of God in your life. I'm telling you, I need a man of God. I need my man of God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. No murmuring. No complaining. Oh, just lifting up his hands. Just praying for him. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, church. Do we want victory in revival? Do we want victory at Rephidim? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, let's come together. Let's pray. Amen. Would you come, come let's pray for you. Amen. Sister Ricken. Hallelujah. Brother Ricken. I, I just feel this. Amen. Again, if I'm out of line, pastor, I'm sorry. Amen. But I'm telling you. Hallelujah. We've got to get a revelation. We've got to get an understanding. Hallelujah. We've got to get an understanding how much you need, you've got to have, you can't live without, you've got to have a man of God in your life, oh hallelujah, hallelujah, God break me, oh break me, God let me know, I never want to be without a man of God in my life, hallelujah, let's gather around church, hallelujah, men let's gather around pastor, ladies let's gather around sister Riggan. Hallelujah. Nobody knows. I don't know. You don't know. The weight, amen, that is carried upon these shoulders. Amen. The burden that is carried upon this, our man of God. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Let's pray. Let's gather in. Amen. Let's take it serious tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, ladies. Let's get in close. Hallelujah. 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 Let's have victory here in Rephidim today. Oh, come on, it may be, very well be your child, your son, your daughter. Hallelujah. It's because of his hands that are raised, that they're saved. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Oh, come on, let's have revival in Rephidim. Let's have revival.
2: God, in your name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. revival to us.
1: Oh, come on. Come on. The battle is hot. The battle is hot. Oh, the waging of the battle is strong and fierce. Oh, come on. Let's lift up their hands. Oh, come on. Let's lift up their hands. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. As long as they're raised, we're going to have victory. Hallelujah. As long as you lift up the hands of your man of God, your family is going to be okay. Your marriage is going to be okay. Come on, trust in your man of God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. Come on. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, come on, church. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, come on. Come on, let's hold up the hands. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, you're saved because you got a man of God hallelujah come on we're saved we're in this thing because we got a man of god with his hands raised hallelujah oh hallelujah hallelujah come on let's pray come on let's pray hallelujah let's make room let's surround them oh hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Jesus, 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 Jesus! Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus! Hallelujah, Lord! Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Let's listen just real quick. Amen, Exodus 17, 12 says, But Moses' hands were heavy. His hands were heavy. But they took a stone. Who took a stone? It was those that were closest to him, those that cared about him the most took a stone, and they put it under him. He sat there on, and Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on the one side, the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. I'm telling you, success came because Moses' hands were steadied. They were held up whether they survived, depended upon Moses' hands being supported. They had to make a decision. Moses knew what to do. Moses had seen the miracles. Moses had taken the rod in his hand. But this time, he said, there's a battle, I know what to do. And he went up to the top of a hill but it was the people who had to decide if this was going to be their place of rest, if this place of rest would be their final resting place. Hallelujah. How do we hold up our man of God's hands? It's when he takes that rod and it begins to say, hey, this is what needs to be. This is right. This is wrong. And we say it. Pastor, that's right. Son, daughter, he's right. It doesn't matter what. It doesn't matter anything. That's the man that's going to get us to heaven. He's the one. His hands. His hands. We're going to raise his hands. Hallelujah. Don't understand it all. Don't know. What's he doing? I don't know. But I'm going to do all I can do. Amen. I'm not going to do anything but hold up his hands. Amen. Amen. And I'm telling you, this is why I say this is about revival tonight. Amen. This is about, I haven't heard any message preached. I kind of hear some allusions to uh, things that have been pre- You know, I'm telling you, I, I'd heard nothing, but all I knew was God confirmed and said, this is what I want. This is what I want. Exodus 17 and 13 says, after, jo- after Moses had done this, after Aaron and Hur had done this, Exodus 17:13 says Joshua discomfited Amalek. He discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. The people came through Hallelujah. I, I'm sure they looked up there and said, Hey, is it hands up? Amen. And they saw the victory. As long as it's hands up, uh, amen. And then tell you what, they discomfited Amalek. Or as one uh, translation puts it, and Joshua broke the power of Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. I really like this one. Amen. If you want to talk about victory and revival, I really like this one. Amen. Amen. And Joshua mowed down Amalek. He mowed down Amalek. How did that happen? There was one thing that happened, amen, at a place of rest, when it felt like just sitting still, when they felt just like, hey, we're in a good place, at a comfortable place, amen. But the man of God said, we're going to win. I'm going to the top of the hill, amen. And everyone said, okay, no time to rest here. I'm going up. I'm going to help hold up his hands, amen. And they mowed down Amalek. They mowed down the enemy. I'm telling you, revival is here within grasp, If there's ever a message, not because it's me, amen, but because God and man who's wanting revival here, God is desiring revival here, amen, I'm just ready to mow down Amalek. Are you ready to mow down Amalek tonight? Oh, hallelujah. I know there is a man in this house. I know there's a man of God who's really ready to mow down Amalek. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we get our musicians to come? I'm ready to mow down Amalek. Amen. It's going to come, amen, because we shout. Amen. It's going to come because, amen, we're worshipers. It's going to come because we're holding up, amen, the man's hand, amen, as the preaching comes forth. Oh, hallelujah. Are you tired? Amen. I'm ready for, uh, to progress on. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to mow down the enemy. I'm ready to fight, uh, amen, the enemy tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Why don't we have Brother Jared? Why don't we sing that song? Amen. We're singing. Amen. Shout now. Amen. Don't wait till the battle's over. Don't wait till any. I'm telling you, tonight. Tonight, let's mow some things down. Amen. Let's destroy some things tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't go too far. Don't go too far. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't just put together some whiz bang sermon tonight. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is ready to give us revival. God is ready to bring us revival. But we're not going to do it, amen, without supporting the hands of our man of God. Woo! Well, hallelujah. Come on, are you all ready to shout? Are you all ready to worship the Lord tonight?
2: Well, don't wait till the battle is over. Don't wait till the victory is won. Just remember whatever God promised. It's yours and it's already done. So don't wait.
0: them it like for us just to find that place of rest and just kick back for a while. but you know, you know it was job who said that it was while he was at ease he took his ease and these things came upon him. Amen, there's no time for rest. We're on the battlefield. Amen, we're not going to win the battle by taking a rest we got to fight on. I wish tonight that I could tell you that I never grow weary. I wish I could say to you tonight that there's never been a time that my hands have felt heavy. But if I did, I'd be lying to you. Amen. Because I'm human just like everyone else. Praise God. Amen. But I do appreciate the words tonight. I appreciate those of you that I know are holding up my hands and uh, have been praying, I appreciate it, amen. Brother Weems was saying something to me the other day about all the sickness that I've had and how he has been praying diligently, God, to touch me, I appreciate that, amen, I appreciate that, and uh, you know, I, I told my wife this has been strange because I generally, it's just been a fact for the last several years that I get this stuff about once or twice a year, but I just had it a month ago and really had it a month before that and it just seems like I can't seem to shake it and I, I was telling Brother Weems, I, said, I just really believe it's a spiritual thing that we're fighting right now. It doesn't make the sickness any less real, but I do believe there is a spiritual dimension to this. Amen. I really do. And uh, and so we've got to pray and we've got to get a hold of God. Amen. 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 And the Bible's very clear that if you smite the shepherd, the sheep will be scattered. It's just the way that it works in the kingdom of God. Amen. And so I I desire your prayers. I'm not embarrassed to ask you to pray for me. Amen. Even the apostle Paul did. Read it in his letters how many times he said, brethren, pray for me. Amen. With all that Paul saw, with all that Paul experienced, he still realized his hands were going to get weary too. Somebody was going to have to pray for him. Somebody was going to have to hold him up in prayer. Amen. Thank you so much for the merriment. Praise God. I feel like we've had church tonight. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Well, um, just so you'll be aware, because I do ask that you let us know when you're going to be gone, so uh, my wife and I will be flying out Wednesday. I'll be preaching for Brother Thompson in Albuquerque Wednesday night. My son-in-law is getting promoted to Captain Uribe on Thursday, and uh, we wanted to be there to, to help him celebrate this milestone, and uh, then we'll be back home again on Saturday sometime. I don't even know what time we get in, but um, anyhow, I don't know how I'm going to preach as some of this stuff clears up, but I'll give it my best. I can promise you that. We love Brother and Sister Thompson. He's been a blessing to us. I'm telling you, God sent him to Albuquerque for no other reason because he knew my daughter needed a good church to go to. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 And uh, so, I uh, I appreciate him very, very much, and I want to try to be a blessing to him. Would you pray for me Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night? Pray for me that I can be a blessing to that church and uh, to that good man not easy to do what he's doing. It's not easy to go into a city and start with nothing but your family and um, just dig out a work on your own. It's not an easy job to do. But they're doing it by the grace of God, and I want to be a blessing to them while we are there. Praise God. But you need to be faithful. Amen. I'll see you on Tuesday night if you're coming Tuesday night. And you ought to be coming Tuesday night. We're going to pray together Tuesday night. Amen. Just a little bit of time and prayer together. And you know the old saying, the family that prays together stays together. And the fact of the matter is it works for church families as much as it works for physical families. And uh, we get together and just pray for a little while. It may not be a long time, but at least we're having a little bit of prayer together. And I think, I think that that helps to bind our hearts together. And uh, so Tuesday night we'll be here to pray and Wednesday... Fly out. But be faithful Thursday night. I'm not sure exactly what's going to go on. I hadn't asked him yet. But uh, my understanding is, Brother and Sister Tolstad are going to be back tomorrow night, uh, back in town. So I may just twist his arm and see if he'll take care of things Thursday night. Amen. He always does a great job. Amen. He's blessed this church many, many times. And uh, so. He doesn't know it yet, so don't tell him. (laughs) Give me the chance to ask him first, all right? And uh, he may already have something else scheduled. I don't know. Uh, He just told me he was going to be back in Kansas tomorrow night. And uh, so, anyhow, if not, somebody will be preaching. I can promise you that. Somebody will. And uh, so you need to be faithful. You need to be faithful to the house of God Thursday night. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. Any other necessary? Oh, We've got young people doing something tonight, right? If you're hungry, most of us are, I am for sure. Uh, then um, I think some parents have some things for sale downstairs. If you don't, I know some was canceling, some other things are going on. So if they don't, then I'm sure we'll go to 54th to do something else. But um, I also need to meet with the parents that plan on getting some food together. We're going to do the same thing next week again. So I uh, just want to meet with the parents. And then uh, I believe there are some things for sale downstairs, some snacks and food. So uh, please go down there and support our youth. All right. That helps our youth group go to Heritage. That's what that's all about. So God bless you. Anything else? All right. God bless you. Greet one another in the fear of God. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.